Welcome to the Millionaire Mom Faith, Family, and Finances Podcast. I am your host, Lanika Scott, wife, mother of six beautiful girls, blessed grandmother, from stay-at-home mom to the millionaire mom, and I did it all God's way. If you want to grow in any of these areas, faith, family, or finances, you're definitely in the right place. Are you ready? Let's get going with today's podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Faith Family and Finances Podcast with your host, Lanika Scott, the millionaire mom. And I'm so excited to be before you today to, to share some knowledge that was inserted and written in my recently released book called Supernatural Wealth Transfer. It is time to receive your harvest. And today we're going to be talking about your seeds have a sound. Your seeds have a sound. And in one of my chapters called Supernatural Harvest, I want to bring some of the teaching that came from this chapter. I do believe that it is going to bless you. So you're ready? Let's go ahead and dig in. And I'm going to start just first by a story that I shared in the beginning of this chapter. So my husband and I, we had been diligently working, getting our business off the ground into full launch. And during this time, he was working a full-time job while I was at home managing the needs of the business. As soon as he returned home from work and to the office, he went, right? So he would come home, you all. And as soon as he got home, he went into that office. So from 6 p.m. to 11 p.m., we were on the phones and the computer getting people enrolled into the business, introduced to the business, in front of the business, as well as helping those who had even already joined get their business up and running, right? It was definitely a season of building. We spent weekends traveling near and afar, building our business. We put in such intense amount of work. And quite honestly, it was very different. I mean, it's very difficult to explain into words like meaning. If I had to put into words the amount of seeds that we had sown, the amount of things that we had put into the ground, it would be very difficult, right? The level of sacrifices and the magnitude of what transpired while the foundation was being laid during those months and year of initial launch was immense. I remember looking at my mom. I remember my mom looking at us one day and she said, she said this, she said, every dime you receive, you deserve it. <laughs> she had been seeing us working tirelessly, So 15 months later, we had hit billionaire status. So this may not be everyone's timeline, but there were other things that contributed to this level of harvest. So um, I want to really convey a message that your seeds carry a sound and also let you know that many times the harvest doesn't look like the seeds, but you have to rest assured that the very things that you sow they will reap. I mean, you will reap, right? The very things that you sow, you will reap. You will reap. One day while standing in the middle of my kitchen, tears rolled down my face. And this was like years prior to us hitting millionaire status and us becoming kingdom millionaires. Five pounds of hamburger meat was gifted to us by my mother-in-law. So this was Greg's mom, my husband's mom. 
had gone to waste. The night before we um, we had asked the girls to take the hamburger out of the package. For those of y'all who have children, you know how it is. You give them instructions and then for some reason they just don't do it. And I would say that our girls are pretty good in terms of getting instructions and doing this. But I think that really God just wanted a testimony, which is why it wasn't done. So the night before we had asked the older girls, take it out, put it in a pack. You're going to section it off into this proper portions um, so that I will be able to prepare this during the days ahead. When I came downstairs in the morning before I went into like crying, <laughs> little conniption, right? Blood, y'all, was dripping from the counter as the meat had thawed completely out. And I know it sounded a little gross, but you guys can probably imagine how I felt. I'm like, there's no food in the refrigerator. The food that was given to us by my mother-in-law, now it's gone. So as I cleaned my island, the counters and floors, it just hurt to my heart. I have to throw away all of this mood. Like this is supposed to be my dinner. This is supposed to be our dinner. We have a large family refrigerator empty scarcity of food was our norm you know it was becoming our norm in that particular season our large family of nine were lacking and this was before um you know I humbled myself for my family and I to get government assistance and so while I was on the phone with my prayer sister at the time her name was Danielle she encouraged me and she said there will be a day there will be a day where you will share this story I remember just like crying to her, like, God, this is not happening to me. You know, this, we don't have food. Like this was like one of the first times that this is ever something like this had ever happened. In 2015, my husband and I would grace the stage to share this same story. So as you all heard me started talking about the seeds, right. That we put into the ground, meaning the work that we put into the ground, right it began to spring forth a harvest. At that time, our business was soaring. Things were turning around. God was releasing breakthrough. Let it be clear, the harvest doesn't look like the seed. Your seeds have a sound. You must sow and you must put in the work. Pastor Andrew Smith said this, and this is gonna bless your whole life. Unplanted seeds never harvest. Unplanted seeds never harvest. But those who plant faithfully will live abundantly in the harvest. I prophetically believe that there is such a season of blessings and harvest that is among us. I want you to be encouraged. I personally feel that many have been planted and planted, but not reaped rightfully what is there. But please remember this, beloved, you must put in the work in the natural so that the supernatural ram can connect with that natural ram and God will be able to release. So let us even look at the definition of a harvest. It is the act or process of gathering crop. Guess what? To reap, to win by achievement. A few weeks ago, our little chickens that my husband and I have on our land, they birth <laughs> their first eggs, right? So they gave birth to some, 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 some chicks, right? So, or, or shall I say the eggs, okay, which 
have not become chickens because we're not going to go through the whole process. But we said, okay, God, this is birthing season, right? So even in that, I was looking at, wow, the laws, the way that God has created things, the way that things are set up and how he has things set up. The Bible is so clear where it says, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will remain. Your seed has a sound. He says, be not the seed, right? God is not my whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And so many times we tend to think and we use that scripture from a negative perspective, right? Thinking that somebody is going to reap bad because they've sown bad things. But let's think about it from a positive perspective. The seeds that you've sown, the time that you put in, right? The levels of faithfulness that you've had to put in, the things that you had to learn from God to even implement, right? Your seed has a sound. And I believe that many of God's children do not withdraw from the harvest of the seeds that they have even put in and the seeds that they have sown. While harvest season is typically an important time, especially for gardeners and farmers in the natural realm, we as believers are acting in a special season of harvest spiritually, where there's some things that is naturally due you. There's some things that has to be repaired, right? Recently, I received a quick vision of an angel, the angel of the Lord, releasing and passing out like gold-like substance from their hands. And as it felt from their hands in the vision, there was an inner knowing in my spirit that this substance was symbolic, right, of the blessings from heaven. Your seed has a sound. And there are deposits that you have made in the earth that will touch heaven that have touched the father's heart where God himself has allowed the angels of the Lord to even record those things down. I want you to also be clear that the very things that you do from a kingdom perspective, as you obey the father and as you obey the Lord, heaven is recorded. Your seed has a sound, so you need to put some pressure on that thing. You need to put some weight on that thing, and you need to begin to withdraw. That vision was so beautiful, and it's a, such a beautiful and a glorious time, I believe. Something that many cannot truly afford to miss. I've been recently sharing, even with my coaching clients, do not miss the time and the hour of visitation, right? Many times we can miss moments. I do believe we can miss moments. You've sown some seeds. I want you to also look back over your life and be reminded of the very seeds that you have sown. There's a time when we have to reap, right? It is inevitable and it is a principle of the kingdom, right? Your seed has a time. The time is now. It is up to us as believers, to make sure that we are in place, also a place of expectation um, to receive the season of blessings that is also bestowed upon you. It's not over for you. There are deposits being made in the spirit realm, and it is time to reap your harvest. It is time for the wealth angels. Yes, there are angels of wealth, and I have even felt there have been angels that will come and stand on my right side. I remember one time even doing a teaching 
um, for Letitia Nicole. I was on her platform there and teaching you guys. And when I tell you the angels came in there, and my daughter said, and I said, these feel like wolf angels. And she said, yes, they're gold. And there are three of them, mom. And they come to protect the harvest. Oh, my God. Re release your faith and increase your faith that the seeds that you have sown, they're making a sound in the earth. Like that beep, 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 beep. Where is your harvest? You have a harvest. Breakthrough and open portals, they should be your norm prosperity, abundance, answers to prayers, yes, shall be the norm. It is time that you receive what heaven has for you. In my book, Supernatural Wealth Transfer, it's time to receive your harvest. God has given me a vision to place my hand on that front cover of the book, right? It's an open hand. It has gems in it. It also has a key in it. And I really believe that it is symbolic for us so that our hands will be open, so that our hearts will also be open, our minds even clear to be able to receive the things that God has for us. To receive, it means to get or be given something. Receive supernatural strength and grace for what he is doing in your life in this hour. It is time. Your seed has a sound. And just as the farmer goes through a process to see, physically see the harvest, you must also go through a process to also get and receive your harvest. A farmer never plants a seed without expecting a harvest. You all remember back then, for those of you who've been walking with the Lord for years, I want to say it was probably about 15 years ago, I started uh, listening and hearing some of the well-known pastors and leaders on TBN talk about you need to name your seed, right? That came from the spirit realm. Why, why did we stop doing that? Why have we gotten even out of that? What you sow, you shall reap. So what I did in my book, I listed a few stages of farming, right? And when it comes to supernatural wealth or you or abundance or prosperity, even life itself, there are some key principles that can be found in even the most common things of everyday life, right? Consider the process of farming and even agriculture. So I wanted to provide like eight stages of farming. Just take away just a few key principles so that you can also look at your life and put some demands on the seeds that you have sown. The first one is crop selection, right? Crop selection, uh, specific location, land availability, the process of landscape management, which, include, which includes taking proper care of the land to also foster growth, right? In Proverbs 31 and 16, it says, she considers a field, consider it, right? And buy it out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. So when you're looking at this particular stage, be planted in the right place, right? Looking at where you are planted at, 
The first stage, it is even about testing the soil and identifying which crops to grow. It is also the need to find compatible field for the crops. In spiritual terms, this first step can be tied to the importance of locating and identifying the path that is destined particularly for you. Because So you could be in a whole field or a whole land, right? that God didn't put you there, right? So so with also so, so then it lets me know too that those seeds that you're planting in there, they're not gonna yield the same harvest if it is the land that God has placed you in. The next one is soil preparation. In order to grow crops successfully, the soil must provide a proper place for the growth process to take place. It must be worked on and developed so that the seed can take root deeply into the ground and when it even comes to your own development there will be times when you must first do the deep work right by preparing yourself for that which you are planting to pursue so what are you doing to make sure that your field is plowed and even ready for what God desires to place within you? How are you preparing to even enter the process of receiving your supernatural harvest or receiving breakthrough, receiving those answers to prayer? How are you tending your soul, right? Sowing, that, that's the whole teaching right there. In Mark 4 and 3 through 8, it says, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, y'all familiar with the scripture, where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had not root. They had no root. Other seeds fell on thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. And they, they, that did not bear grain. Still other seed fell on good ground. It came up and grew and produced a crop, multiplying some 30, some 60, and some a hundredfold. The principle remains the same in both the natural and even the spirit. All seeds must yield a harvest. And so the Bible goes on to tell us that we reap whatever is sown God desires you to experience the harvest for the things that you have sown in faith. So he, so some of y'all, your seeds have a sound. What Look for your harvest, right? When you sow, the angels of the Lord record everything. They record every single thing, right? Bring those special seeds to remembrance before the Lord. I want you to start bringing those things before the Lord. Remember God, when I sowed this, have you seen that harvest? Have you experienced the harvest? You should be able to tangibly feel your harvest just as a strawberry. It's like, even as I'm teaching, I just saw a vision of a strawberry, right? The seeds that are being sold, and then during the beginning of the year in the United States of America, I think it's around, what is it, March or April, we can eat strawberries because the strawberry seeds had been sown. We're tangibly able to eat them. Make strawberries, you know, cake, strawberry lemonade, or just eat them, put them in salads, put them in desserts, right? You can tangibly be able to taste them. There are portals that are open and there are angels on assignment to bring forth that which is due you. You cannot squander or mishandle the seeds that you have been given. Amen? <laughs> so where have you been sowing your seeds? 
um, according to scripture, are they unprotected and scattered along the path, planted in rocky places with no soil or no root among thorns that choke them out, rooted and grounded? and um, rooted in good ground that multiplies, right? So let us also be reminded of where we're sowing, but then also what we've sown as well. But then be reminded as well that your seed has a sound and you can call those things in. You can call them in. There are other um, um, processes to the, uh, to their other processes to the agriculture. Let's look at irrigation, right? I'm going to go over a couple more. The supply of water to land and crops to help it grow. Stay connected to the vine. Who is that? We know his name is Jesus, the name that is above all names. In John 4, 13 and 14, Jesus answered and said unto her, everyone that drank of this water shall thirst Again, but whosoever shall drink of the water that I shall give him never thirst, but the water that I should give him shall become in him a well of water springing up into eternal life. The plans that the father has and the promise that are destined to be released over your life depend on your willingness to also stay connected to him. And as you stand connected to him, he will water right? Those seeds and they will spring forth life. We got to protect our seeds. Weeding is also an intricate part of the agriculture and farming process. Harmful plants that are grown alongside of crops, right? Are known as weeds. This stage entails the removal of unwanted plants from the field. And even as I think about a weed, sometimes it could be like relationships, you will be challenged to take a look at your relationship, your connections, your job, your business, who's in your life, right? These connections and relationships that come in the form of distractions are also much like weeds that tend to choke out destinies and also plans and even financial plans in our life. Protect your seed and protect the word at all costs because it will spring forth life. That's why you have to, like, you hear protecting the anointing, protecting those seeds that you've sown. And Luke 8 and 7, it says, other seeds fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. So you don't want that. You don't want that. It's like all of the work that you put in, right? To get to where you, you have, you must, my God, you must understand that the time that you put in it's so worth protecting, right? The time that you put in it is so worth protecting. You also have to make room for the harvest. In Malachi 3 and 10, it says, and see if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there would not be room enough to store it. And so the final stage, and we didn't cover all of them because of the sake of time, is storage. The end stage of agriculture and even farming included storage and even preserving it once it is gathered. And so you have to also keep in mind that when the harvest starts to come in, God starts to relax, those answers from heaven are here, then you also have to protect it. It is very important. Not only are the beginning stages of the process important, but so are the last stages, which is the reaping of the harvest and then storing the harvest. And if you are not mature in either stages, then it would be difficult to manage your harvest, even after you have been a steward, right? Even over your seed and committed to birthing what God has 
called you to birth, you have you made room for your harvest in your life? Will you have the capacity to store and also sustain? So even on today, as I release this word, this episode, I want you to also look at how you're handling things, all right? How you're handling things, because it is so very important. I'm going to go over just a few uh, bullets before we close this pro- this um, podcast all today. One is you can't expect the harvest without first sowing a seed to take care, you know, of the place that God has called you to. And so even into it, there is a place of blessing, restoration, and harvest for you. There's a place of grace, field, there's a territory for you, but you must stop minding even other people's fields. And this is something that I often would even share, let me not be concerned, not that I don't concern, not that I'm not concerned about them, but I am not going to place my concern in other people's fields, in other people's gardens, in other people's lands. We have, I have to tend to my own. And so another part of this teaching is making sure that your focus is not on other people's seeds and where they're their 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 ground and what they're doing their territory look at yours another bullet i want to cover is take time to respect and understand your process allow yourself to be even matured in the process what you sow you will grow whether it's seeds or even weeds what you sow you will grow a farmer never plants a seed without expecting a harvest. Exercise your faith and place demand on the seeds that you've sown. And that's really what this is all about. I've done some teaching even around it, but you have to exercise your faith and place a demand on the seeds that you've sown. Your seed has a sound. And again, like never before, God is, I believe, wanting us, his people to draw on the seeds that are from heaven so that we can pull down some things, protect your seed, don't eat your seed, don't pluck up your seed before it's time. But you all, it is harvest time. It is harvest time. Ecclesiastes 11 and 4 states, farmers who wait for perfect weather never plant. If they watch every cloud, they never harvest. So it lets me know that there is a harvest. Psalm 107 and 37 says, and sow the field and sow the fields and plant the vineyards, which may yield and increase fruit. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty to send rain on your land in season and bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will not bar from none. That is Deuteronomy 28 and 12. And Deuteronomy 8 and 10 says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the name of the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. It is time to call in your seeds. Your seeds have a sound. And so I just want you to be encouraged that it is reaping time. I know that God is doing such a great work in his people's life. And he is wanting you to draw on every single seed 
that you have placed. And I want to leave you with the scripture. I have been sharing this scripture. I've even shared it with my coaching clients recently. Amos 9, 13 through 14. It says, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the plowman will overtake the reaper and the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. When the mountains will drip sweet wine and all the hills will be dissolved. Also, I will restore the captivity of my people and I will rebuild the ruined cities and live in them. They will also plant vineyards, drink their wine, and make gardens and eat their fruit. And I am also reminded of the message version of that scripture. And I wanted to make sure that I read the message version of that scripture because it is going to bless you so much. The message version says, Things are going to happen so fast that it's going to make your head swim. One thing fast on the heels of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look. Blessings, blessings like wine pouring out of the mountains of the hills. I'll make everything right again for my people. They'll rebuild the ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards and drink good wine. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables and I'll plant them, plant them on their land, their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land that I have given them. I pray that this message will bless you. And if you want to work a little bit closely with me, you're like, you know what? It's something about her. I like, I want to connect closer. Then I want to extend the opportunity for you join my coaching. It is only $27 to get started. Yes. It's like just a $27 seed. We are doing some great things in this inner circle coaching, inner healing and deliverance, really tapping into some things to receive the breakthrough in business, breaking generational curses, cultivating spiritual discipline, even overcoming like emotional um, barriers and also things to keep us blocked. And it is really about birthing the vision that God has given you out of the, right, you know, you're taking that thing out of the spirit realm and you birthing it into the natural realm where God can really use you for his glory. So you can join at www.lanikascott.com slash inner circle. So my first name and my last name.com slash inner circle. Again, lanikascott.com forward slash inner circle. Thank you so much. I do hope and pray that this podcast has blessed you on your seeds have a sound. It's time to receive your harvest. Share this podcast with someone else if it has recently blessed you. God bless. Go ahead on and sign off y'all today. Lanika Scott, the millionaire mom. Thank you for listening to the faith family and finances podcast with Lanika Scott, the millionaire mom. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate the show at Apple Podcasts or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. If you're looking for more, please visit me at www.lanikascott.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, God bless.